Good evening and welcome to episode 290 of the Private Property Podcast. I'm your host, Uzamantongwa Kumalo. It's a Friday edition of the Private Property Podcast. If you're joining us for the first time, where have you been? You've been missing out on some great content that we've brought to your screens. So do make sure that you go to our Facebook or our YouTube page to catch up on all the great content that we have already brought on. And to all our regular viewers, welcome to it. You know how we do it every single weekday. You and I have an appointment at 7 p.m. where I'm always in conversation with an expert guest who helps us navigate our property journey. Doesn't matter where you are in your property journey, you could be looking to buy, to sell, you're renting, you're looking to build. We certainly do uh, bring the best experts that can help you make better decisions. And talking about helping you make better decisions, we also have other shows across private properties, social media platforms that you can watch every weekday at 8 p.m. Every Mondays and Fridays, you can look forward to Chad bringing you the Home Shoppers Show, where he gives you an exclusive tour on great properties that you can also find on www.privateproperty.co.za. Umbali Nwoko, an award-winning farmer, brings you the Farming Podcast every Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I think one of the great shows about that show is that you're really able to get a, a good sense of the agricultural value chain. And even from something as simple as you know working in your garden and having your own veggie garden, things that you need to consider and how you can go about maintaining it right to people who have uh, poultry uh, farming or doing poultry farming, for example, or uh, livestock farming at scale. So that certainly is a show that can help you along all your farming needs. And every Wednesdays, Essie Clarkson takes you through the first time home buyers show. She's always in conversation with people who've not only walked that first time home buying journey, but have gone on to grow their property portfolios from strength to strength. So if you want to find out how you can go from one portfolio to I mean, from one property rather uh, to you know two and three and more, you can certainly tune into that show. It gives you tips and tricks on how you can navigate your property journey better. And of course, there is this show that's every single weekday at 7 p.m. And it's always a, you know, a great way to learn different things along your property journey. This evening, we're going to be talking about something that we absolutely love talking about and with a guest that we, we have um, fairly regularly who helps us uh, make better decisions when it comes to it. We're looking at how property stockfields are creating value. And really what we want to look at, we've seen the, the rise of properties of stockfills rather moving from for example groceries or ukshayela now to starting to you know work with asset classes and various asset classes and going to look at best practices in the event where your stockfill wants to make that transitions some of the do's and don'ts uh, and then of course some of the do's and don'ts of a property stockfill because i've also seen that there are different ways that people have gone about structuring their property stockfills so we really will get a good sense of what are some of the variety of ways that you can potentially explore if you want to start a property stock file. and to help us get a good sense of how we can do this and certainly share her insights as she's, you know, been uh, very big and on, on, on this. And of course uh, has also uh, run her own stock file on, on this particular matter. I'm joined by Uslindi Lelistiano, who is um, from Esakisi's a property stock file. She's a property and stock file coach. And so she's really going to give us great, great insight in this regard. Uslindi, uh, look, good evening, and thank you so much for joining us. Good evening, Zama, and good evening to all the private property podcast um, viewers out there. Thank you so much for inviting me once again. 
It's only a, a pleasure, Cindy. I think one of the great things um, that I've certainly seen, and even with some of your posts, is we're seeing that increasingly people are realizing that they can use their stock files or the power of stock filling um, in different ways beyond the way that our mothers and aunts and grandmothers have been able to use it. I think firstly, just give us a sense of the different ways that people are using, you know, the stock file model um, in different creative ways to what we're typically used to, especially with those of us who know that our family members, especially our slightly older uh, family members have been stock filling from when we were quite young. So, Yozama, the stock fell is undergoing a revolution in yeah. we are changing <laughs> the way that this has been used previously because we understand that, you know, there's power in numbers, there's power in collectivity, in pulling together. We can leverage to be able to achieve a lot more than what a single person could do, you know. So we've already been doing this in, in, in being able to collaborate and come together and go and then buy the groceries and negotiate discounts, etc., etc. So we've already been... So our mothers, you know, started on the right foot, you know. So, but now mm. we we're taking it to the next level, and we're saying, how do we then actually take um, stockfields and invest in assets that are actually going to generate us money? You know, how do we then wear that business hat and say, or that investor hat and say, how can I make money from money? How can I make my money work for me? And so, various mm. stockfields are going into various um, um, investments. Um, and for example, in the property space, so. Within property, they're doing various things from, you know, buying um, properties for flipping. So basically buying and selling for a profit to buying and then renting it out, whether that's a student accommodation via normal rental um, or you just investing passively in the JSE, in ETFs and whatever the case might be. But then there's also different kinds of stock fails as well. There's now franchise stock fails. There's like others that fund other businesses. They do purchase order funding. Um, you know, I'm also in another stock fail where we're doing trucks. So we're purchasing trucks now. In entering logistics so we're doing so many different things with stock sales that you know um were previously unthought of and it really is about how can we come together and share in the benefits as well as you know co coming together and raising the funds together because there's so many use cases where you know um assets and opportunities that would be difficult for an individual to enter but then collectively actually become a reality Mm. I, I want to find out from you, before we even look particularly to property stock files, what are some of the best practices for, for, the stock, for, for stock files who are looking at entering, uh, I'll say, the asset space, where they're no longer only going to be you know, doing groceries or bashailana, but they now know that we're going to choose some other kind of asset, whether it's property, uh, whether it's trucks, whether they're going to you know, do the purchase order um, model, whether they're going to do a franchise, but they are going to buy a different kind of vehicle that's going to make them money. What are some of the best practices can you share with our viewers? Because I think a lot of people, I'm seeing that there are a lot of people who have an appetite for joining those kinds of stock files and not just property stock files, but they still don't quite have a sense of, you know, best practices. How can they even look out whether this is, never mind whether it's legit, but whether it makes sense? Because I think that's the other thing, right? Mm -hmm. I think you, you, can, you can be okay that it's legit because Uzamantunga has started it and I trust mm. Uzamantunga and they've put in all these things in, in place, but just getting a, a sense of, have they also, um, are they also using really good practices to, to, you know, to run this vehicle and, and to obviously report and those kinds of things. So mm -hmm. perhaps share with us 
some best practices when it comes to when you want to stock file and you're going to be playing in the asset space? Okay. So, so when you're starting out, right, so it starts with, you know, um, the, the constitution. So basically the constitution is about what is it that you're trying to um, do as a collective, but the, also the constitution is, is useful when you are still a stock fell. So at some point you need to then transition into a business of some kind. So the stock fell is very good for the purposes of raising funds towards a particular objective. But you, it's, it's, it's a transient uh, entity, if you will, in that in order to reach your end goal, you need another vehicle with which then you, you enter that particular investment or that business opportunity or whatever the case might be. So it's important to then already when you're starting your stock fell up, already start thinking about what does that look like for us and how is that going to work? And also just how what is our knowledge of that subject matter um, that we are planning on going into for example if you are looking at doing a, a, a property stock fell, a property investment stock fell, like what is your knowledge around property how can you run it in such a way that you know it is going to make you money because ultimately that is why you're going into the business of property you're not buying a property to live in so you, you you've got a different lens on it in that it must make money for you so before you enter into a franchise stock fell, what is your knowledge of franchises? Have you even even ran, ran a business before? Or who can you collaborate with who's got the skills and the experience that maybe your team does not necessarily have? So those are all important things. And, and also, Zama, you mentioned the fact that um, somebody will say, okay, if Zama's running the stock fell, I trust her. But you also need to then understand, Zama, what is your business model? How are you, how is the yes. stock fell going to make us yes. money? <laughs> you know, because yes. so we, we, we get caught up in just hearing it's a property and stock the personality. Fell. And the personality. I think, I think we, get, we, we, we get caught up in the personality. And, and I raise that because I've seen it happening and I'm seeing it happening. And, and it's, it's great to be able to, let's say, have a personality that is trusted, but mm. said personality must also have the business model, be able to communicate the business model, have the right systems in place, uh, as opposed to Nzuti basically scamming Abantu, right? Because we're also yes, seeing that yes, Abanya, yes. they are basically scamming Abantu. So I yes, also want absolutely. to get it. Yeah, so, I, I, and I, so the reason why I ask that is because some, some of the stock files that I've sometimes seen and have been by people that I, I can say, you trust this person, you know, they're in the public mm. eye. Of course I can trust this person. But when you actually kind of dig a little deeper, you're like, hey, bo, guys, what, you know, there's something ingasangani. And so I, I want viewers to be able to get a, at least a good sense of how they can also raise questions and not just go with, ah, I started a stock file. I, I trust Uzamantunga full stop. Because yes, yes. even that in itself is not sufficient. You as, as a person who wants to join the stock file, it's important for you to also, you know, equally understand what you're getting into. I want to find out from the people at home, are you part of a stock file? Uh, what kind of a stock file is it? And how much are you guys contributing? And perhaps even share some of the, you know, milestones that you have you have as your stock file, because I think it's only so great to to hear and certainly to see what other stock files out there are doing. Because as as Slindile said earlier on, we are seeing different stock files playing in um you know in, in, in different avenues beyond what we traditionally are used to. I can see Analda, Umatha, Bongani and Ellen uh, on, on Facebook. It's great that all of you have joined us. I certainly want to find out from you at home what stock file are you part of? How much are you guys contributing? And share with us you know, some milestones that you and your stock file um, have reached.
So, Sindile, one of the things that you've mentioned is that at some point, the stockpile is going to you know, have to move to using a different vehicle. And oftentimes, that vehicle is, is a PTY LTD. And, and how you still need to have a business model that you're essentially able to communicate to people. Perhaps just take us through you know, some of the best practices of the business model or how they can structure a business model. And, and I just want the top stuff because I know this is part of what you would do when you do your coaching and you'd help people are, uh, along this. So almost at, at high level, when we then look at the, the business model of, we'll say, using Stockfell money in this now entity because there's now a business that's yes. going to be funded by Stockfell money. How do we interlink those? So, so, so the Stockfell and the business are two separate entities and there need to be some sort of a link. So the Stockfell is used as a means of raising money. So the money to move from the Stockfell and into the business, it can move in one of two ways, right? So the Stockfell can either borrow the money, much like how if a, a normal operating business were to approach a bank, let's say, for example, in the truck stock, for the example, they could easily just go in and, 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 and raise asset finance in a normal way. Or the Stockfell mm-hmm. can fulfill that role of funding the purchase of that particular asset, right? So that's one of the ways. The other way could be then the stock says, you know what, we want to actually become an owner and we want to buy shares into this particular business or this particular vehicle. So that is just one of the ways that your stock fell in your model in the, when you're still thinking about it, you need to think, you know, what is, what is our risk appetite what is our knowledge? What is our level of involvement that we want to go? Because there's passive investing and there's active investing. Even, for example, within the property space, you can be decide, you can as a stockfall decide that we want to become active investors. We will find our own properties. We will deal with our tenants. We will be the like crushers that come and break down the doors if tenants don't pay. We like that kind of stuff. It's you know, <laughs> you know, like I know you are into into flip, flipping and DIY, so you like getting your hands dirty. And so that's 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 then the model that you guys go with but if you are fairly busy and you've got busy lives and you know what you like property and you are happy to you know hand that responsibility over to somebody and still make money and that's another way that you can look at it as well where you are then a passive investor so there's so many things that you need to look at and also when you're then deciding on you know the entity that you want to use you've mentioned companies there's trust there's cooperatives there's lots of various factors that you need to take into consideration in deciding um you know which is the right one for you you know issues around tax issues around around, um, you know, the, the setup and ongoing costs, issues around, you know, sustainability and, you know, you want uh, legacy creating and all of that. So there's so many things that you need to take into consideration and plan. And that is why, you know, Stockfords are such a good vehicle because, um, if, for example, you want to register a company, you almost feel like you register the company and then you need to start transacting, like you register a company and then you want to start buying your house. Whereas as a Stockfell, you realize that you've got this period of time from the time that you are raising money in which to gain the knowledge in the industry or in the stock field that you have decided to pursue. So while you are still raising money, that's an opportune time to get your ducks in a row, to upskill yourself, to get a coach or a mentor, to watch YouTube videos or to do whatever it is that you feel you need to equip you so that when you are ready to register your company or your trust or whatever, you hit the ground running because the, that transition period allowed you to be raising funds while you are also gaining the relevant knowledge that you need in that particular sector. 
We are taking your questions and comments this evening as we look at how property stock fills are creating value. I'm joined by Uslindi Lelisiani, who's a property and uh, stock fill coach, as we explore this topic. And we've got a, a question coming through on Facebook from Uma Fashingan, who's asking, is it possible to get an independent person to run the business on your behalf to avoid that personality challenge? So you, you, you've got the stock fill and you're now setting up the, we'll say the, the, the different entity. Uh, you'll choose which entity you'll use to run. Let's, let's make it simple and say you choose the PTY LTD mm-hmm. can you get an independent you know person to be let's say the the person that as the stock field you hire to essentially run this business are you able to do that absolutely like remember so when you are a company you're now running a business so you would then need to look at your your stock fell and say do we have the skills internally to be able to execute on our vision and if we don't like any other company you go out onto the market and you find a suitable person which you then employ to fulfill whatever role that is whether that's a ceo a financial officer a marketing officer whatever the skills are that you feel is lacking within your team you don't necessarily have to be you know as the stock Stockfell members become directors. I think that's where we sometimes get it wrong. You know, we want to be everything and everything. So you may just decide that, you know what, we want to be investors. We want to be the ones that call the shots. We are putting the money and you hire people and they answer to you. And that's okay as well. You don't necessarily have to be involved in the day-to-day running. You can by all means hire the stuff that you need with the right skills and then to execute on your vision. Mm. And that's such an, an important one, right? There are different models that you can use. So there isn't, it's not a one size fits all. And mm. sometimes it might be that as, as stock members, you've got the financial muscle, um, but you may not have the expertise in whatever mm. it is that you want to you know, get into. Then you get in the, the right people or the right person to help you um, work with that. I want to find out from you at home, are you part of a stock file? If you are, what stock file is it? Um, how much are you, you contributing? And perhaps share with us some of your milestones as a stock file. We've got a comment from Ellen, um, Ellen Mukau saying, Isondo farmers, we have contributed just under 10K. So they contribute 10K, I'm assuming per member. And we have just finished a building project for our first chicken house. And another comment coming through from Oho Bladra saying, no, they are all scams what I've come across. And and, and he's, he's making that call comment with reference to a lot of the stock files because we, we've certainly seen them right so, yeah i know that you've also seen them i i've seen them Absolutely. a lot and mm. and and maybe let's get into that perhaps let's look at how to spot uh, a potential stock felt scam almost like these are the top three things where you can just see before you even try to be a member when you're still doing your research you can see what la this is a this is a scam perhaps share with us some best tips on identifying um, you know, stock files that are scams out there uh, before we, we look particularly into property stock files, do's and don'ts. I think the first red flag is um, when the returns seem too good to be true. Like you put in 500 rand today, you're getting yeah. 3,000 rand next week. <laughs> you know, that's the first red flag. Um, so just be wary of something like that. If it's too good to be true, just, you know, just give it extra attention. And also, they must be able to explain how the money is made. How is the money made? So money doesn't just 
automatically multiply by itself. So there needs to be, you need to take money and employ it somewhere and create value. And then the value is what is paid. So if that link is not there, then you need to question why. It means that maybe initially in some of the first uh, people that join might be getting paid out because they're getting paid from other people's money. But if there's not something that is being used constructively to generate the income, then, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a disaster waiting to happen any minute. And then also just be wary of if you don't know who the people are, like it's very, they, 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 they hide, you've never, you don't know who they are and it's just this big mystery um, and there's no people who have got the track record in the industry that you are looking into, then just be very, very careful about that. Mm. And I think those are such great tips because we do see some of those where Bazoti, you know, you, you can invest 500 rands a month and within a year, they'll be able to pay you out 1,000 rands a month. Those, those numbers just yeah, don't make sense, and, and, right? And, and the Stockfell ones as well, Zama, where they say, for example, you're paying 3,500 rand a month. After a year, you get a house. I mean, guys, where are you going to get a house for that kind of money? <laughs> so just, just do the numbers. Don't get caught up at the fact that they're saying you're going to get a house after one year. Just, do, just quickly pull out a calculator and say, wait a minute. If I'm taking 2,000 rand a month over 12 months, that's 24,000 rand. In South Africa, you will battle to even find a decent mkuku for that kind of money. Yeah. So really, yeah. you just need to just when I just think about it and say, where am I going to get a house for 24,000 rand? Let's not be caught up in what label they're calling it, but just just do that extra research as well and just be careful. Mm. Uh, another comment from Ellen Mugao saying, I think Slee has mentioned trust. So, so know the people personally engage and then invest. And this is a big thing, right? Because mm-hmm. if we go back again to stock files and what made them as big as they were the way that our mothers and grandmothers were doing mm. it is bevazana and there was trust so sometimes even when there'd be a stock file member they would know you know it's the second month so it's mm. people you know it's people you can have a conversation mm. with it's not complete strangers mm. i know now with some stock files that are you know increasingly becoming very big you may not necessarily know all the members of the stock file and that's okay but you need to be able to have access to the people who are running the stock file and they should be accessible they should be very open and transparent in also how they're communicating the runnings of of the stock file see i want us to look at you know property stock files in particular and 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 i started it with you know asset uh, stock files because i know that we would have covered quite a lot of ground that is also applicable to property stock files there's been quite a huge rise of property stock files and that's partly why we've had you on the show on on different occasions I want us to 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 look at you know the different creative ways again that property stock files can um, position themselves or people who want to transition to become a property stock file. Maybe they've already got the money in the bank; it's it's sitting there. They don't quite know what to do with it, and they're thinking, "Look, we want to get into property. How can they? What are the different kinds of ways um, can they explore in in you know becoming a property stock file um, that's going to be able to make money and have the right systems in place um, for them to be able to to be successful." That's a great question, Zama. I think we covered it briefly when um, um, uh, earlier where I said that, you know, you need to decide as a stock file how actively involved you want to be because mm-hmm. even within property, there's different levels of, you know, activity. So do you want to be the one that finds your properties yourself or are you happy, you know, to to leave that to somebody else? Do you want to manage tenants yourself or do you want to um, or do you want to do that yourself? You know, so, so firstly, I would say you need to decide on 
whether you want to be active or passive investors because that's going to um, basically drive your strategy. You also need to look at, you know, what are your time frames? You may say, for example, that you want in five years to be able to, you know, buy a shopping center or whatever. But in the meantime, what do you then do with your money? So you could look at short-term ways of making money as well. You could then be funding other people's flips. You could do your own flip or you could be doing, you know, what you call hard money, hard money lending or angel investing where you find other people's uh, property opportunities and you're generating income from property in the meantime so there's also you know the, the opportunity to do short-term letting once things is up a bit so you could go into airbnb where you're buying you know units and, and finishing them out and then renting them out to business as well as um you know a casual um a, a tourist tourist and all of that so there's so many things that you can do but it all boils down to to your strategy you know your level of, of tolerance for risk how much time you've got and 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 all of that so that's how those are something that you need to then agree on as a stock fell in terms of what you would be doing going forward mm. and 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 more of our viewers questions and comments this evening uh, whether you're watching us on Facebook, on Instagram, or even on YouTube, we've got a great question coming through on Facebook from Opatisiz Wangona saying, I'm a first-year student. Is it possible for me to be part of these stock files? I love this question because you're you're young. You're already thinking of different ways that you can be you know, investing uh, and very careful of or mindful of how you may not probably have a lot of money because first-year students, we know how the first-year student life is like, but you think thinking of the bit that I already have, what are some of the creative ways that I can already uh, find to potentially invest? So can uh, somebody in that age group uh, who's not fully, you know, full-time employed, um, are they able to, to be members of, you know, stock files, especially those playing in the asset space? No, absolutely. I mean, there's so many um, investment options where if you're clapping together with your other mates and you guys are putting in 500 rand each, there's 10 of you guys, you can seriously make an, an, an impact. So, you know, you start with where you are and you start with those people that you know, and then you start this, this you could even do unit trust or ETFs. And I think the minimum requirement there's 500 bucks. So even by yourself, you could do it. But even if you've got five of your friends and you guys are putting in 100 rand, you are already starting off on a good foot. So hence I'm saying that, you know, there's so many options and, and property is just one of those vehicles that it really is forgiving in terms of it can accommodate people who've got no money all the way to people who've got millions because the other benefit with you guys being young is you've got the luxury of time. You don't yet have families and children and you know are these are, are demanding jobs being in senior management or whatever. So you could be out there on the ground running and looking for deals. You could be partnering with other investors as well whereby you they then you know buy or, or collaborate with you where you are the runner you are the one who's out there looking for opportunities and then you get an equity stake in the deal that is just something that you could look at and say okay we don't have the money what have you got i've got time then you use your time that way and or alternatively you do your passive investing you know starting from as little as 500 rand that's an option as well mm. sleep i'm not gonna let you go before i ask you this one because we, we've 
we've briefly covered it before in one of our previous conversations, and it's around how banks can come to the party when it comes to, well, let's call it financing, or mm-hmm. certainly creating a vehicle for, for stock files. They already, you already have that stock file account with the financial institution. They can already mm-hmm. see how much money is going into that stock mm-hmm. file account, mm-hmm. and yet there still aren't you know, products that are geared towards, let's call it assets, um, that are targeted at stock files in particular. How can uh, you know banks come to the party? Because more, I think more, more. If I look at the different stock files that I've seen and the, the amount of money um, that so many of them are able to raise, and we all know that the stock file, let's call it industries, is a multi-billion rand you know, industry, right? So, mm-hmm. they, and yet financial institutions are still not really coming to the party in in creating something that caters specifically uh, for stock files. What are some of the ways that financial institutions can come to the party when it comes to um, meeting stock files where they are and for them to be able to also transact slightly differently from them just putting money in, you know, in, a, in a stock file account? So it's about just sitting around the table and understanding how stock files operate. Um, I think you alluded to it earlier that, you know, stock files are based on trust. It's a social contract. So if you do not honor your obligation, you are literally become the outcast. You don't get invited to parties anymore. It becomes awkward at family events. <laughs> so actually people honor their stock file obligations first rather than you know banks and clothing accounts and whatever yes. because mm-hmm. they don't care who the retailer is they don't know where they live but <laughs> you will honor your stuff yeah. obligation yeah. you know so 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 understanding the nature of that social contract and understanding it's so powerful and could be used as a means of holding everybody accountable so how can then banks actually leverage off that it's social contract that almost like you don't want to be an outcast. You don't want to be that person. You want to be that girl that lets the team down, not the team. So that level of commitment can actually be used as a means of, you know, um, providing solutions to be able for, 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 for stockfills to get access to funding because that is such a powerful force, especially in these close-knit stockfills where it's friends, it's community members, and you understand that, you know, if you don't pay or you don't do your bit, you're letting the whole team down. And that's... It, it's just about getting that level of understanding, putting in the resources and the research into understanding this and how can they meet stock sales halfway. So I think that would be the first step in terms of just understanding how stock sales actually, actually operate and how then can they help bridge that that gap in terms of providing the funding that we have. For example, it's like, it's where we have a lot of members who say, who can afford to pay, you know, and they're very consistent in their contributions, but they can't get, they can't get home loans for some reason. And you look at it and you're like, but you're, you're paying 5,000 rand a month. Like, why can't you get a home loan? It makes no sense, you know? So those are just um, some of the things that, um, you know, um, the financial in- uh, industry would need to look at. Mm-hmm. So how can, and- we, how can we address that gap, yeah. And- and Slee, how can people who are already part of property stockfiles or exploring uh, starting a property stockfile, how can they create you know, value for their members? Because I think this is also one of those things where with property stockfiles, there are certainly different ways you can go about it. And you've mentioned mm-hmm. uh, some of those different ways. But how can we make sure that we, we're creating value for our members 
and also just give them a good experience because we've also heard a lot of horror stories uh, when it comes to Stockfells and, you know, the, the treasurer running away with Imali and going to the bank and and, and all sorts of kind of stories. So how can we best, you know, create value? And this isn't just for property Stockfells, actually just Stockfells in general. How can we best create value for the members who join that Stockfell? I think I'm, I'm adding the property bit because you're now also dealing in, in the asset space. And so it isn't just about you and your members there's going to be this asset that must be uh, taken care of and serviced and so on and so forth so zama you know this issue of you know the bad rap that stockfields gets is you know it's it's a bugbear of mine you know i think there's so many other stockfields that are doing well and you know but the emphasis is always on that one auntie in december who steals stockfield money those kinds of things happen every 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 day but every it's year. just <laughs> every year you know but um so i think you know i really thank you know platforms like private property who are actually surfacing stockfields that are actually doing well and are actually invest to so say you know what this thing can be used it's not just all bad you know and so mm. That's where we start, you know, and I mentioned earlier about how banks can or can come to the party and try and understand how stockfills work. And you guys are already breaching that gap by just uh, raising the level of awareness about what stockfills can be and telling those good stories, you know. So it's not all bad. So in terms of just adding value for stockfills, I would say that it should be more than just about contributing money. But what are, what are, what are the other benefits of becoming a member? You know, how are we actually using our collective power to negotiate? How can we go and negotiate um, with, the, with the bank, for example, for a reduced interest rate for all our members? How can we go and negotiate, you know, we want to buy flats or whatever. How can we go and negotiate so that our members come in at a lower you know, a discount on, on the purchase price. So that's when the power then um, can come in to say, what are the benefits over and above the fact that we are investing in a particular asset, but how can over and above that the benefits of membership also benefit that particular member? Mm. See, any final tips for viewers at home who are going to be in stock files that are playing in the asset space, uh, whether they want to start one or they want to transition uh, their, their stock file to, to that space? Um, I would say, you know, um, have, a, have a clear vision of what it is that you want to achieve. That's, the, that's where it starts, you know. So if you want to do property, what you want to do, any of the other asset classes that we've mentioned, and then get the level of knowledge that you need in that particular. Give yourself the time to get the knowledge, especially if no one in the team has got that level of knowledge. And then get a coach or a mentor that's, that's already been doing what it is that you're interested in doing because then they can work with you so that you know you don't make some of the mistakes um, and that they help work with you on that journey. And that's where we're going to leave it at this evening. Slindile, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Sama, for inviting me. And that is Uslindi Lelisiane, who is a property as well as a stockfell coach. And that brings us to the end of the Friday edition of the Private Property Podcast with myself, Uzamantunga Kumalo. Let's keep the conversation going on social media. I still want to find out from you what kind of property you're in. And some certainly do also share some milestones that you're in your property, uh, certainly all your property, your stock file rather, not just your property stock file, uh, some of the milestones that you've been able to reach. You can follow myself at Zamantunga underscore K on social media. Love to hear some of your stories. And as we wrap this evening, we're going to be back on your screens on Monday at 7 p.m. But I do not leave you alone. It is a Friday, so you can catch the Home Shoppers Show with Chad at 8 p.m. Until then, hoping you're staying home and staying safe.